Okay, and we are live. Episode 2 of Our Time Is Now. And we have a special guest for you today, folks. He is a longtime friend of mine. Actually, someone who I would consider family. He is like my big brother. I have been to many shows with this man over the course of time, dating back number of years, close to a decade, uh, where it all began. And what we're going to discuss today is pretty much what's going on as an artist today in 2020, what the music world is like. We're going to be discussing his new single that just dropped last week called Snap. It is available on all platforms. He might even let us get a sneak peek not a sneak peek, but an actual on-air play of the song. So that's a treat for y'all to hear, you know. Uh, I think he personally spazzed on this one. Uh, I like that term, spazzed out. I don't know what it is about that word, but Snap is the name of the song, and he just spazzed out on it. I've been using that a lot lately, and I like the way it sounds, you know. Just spaz out on the beat. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, let's get into it. I'm going to give him a call right now. Uh, I don't know if there's anything that I need to do just before we get into the show, except let you know that we have these pod decks. I'll be introducing these on the show today, something that we could try out. And I think that should be a little bit of fun, you know, break up the monotony, switch it up, just throw a curveball um, without any further you know, delay. I got it right this week, I guess. Last week I was like, oh, without any further, uh, whatever you want to call it. But without any further delay, let's jump into it, man. I'm going to give him a call right now. We're going to see what's up, you know, do the daily check-in. And uh, we're going to get this show rolling, baby. So let's go. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the show. You can follow me on all platforms. Our time is now. H-O-U-R-T-Y-M-E is now i'm also gonna plug my guest in case i forget to ask during the show at any point you can follow him on all platforms at status 631 that's s-t-a-t-u-s 631 long island stand up hip-hop heads 3h let's go What's good, bro? How you doing? What is happening, bro? How you been? Chilling, 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 bro. You can see me? Yeah, I see you perfect, bro. I can hear you. I see you. Everything's good, man. No doubt, no doubt. What's going on, bro? How you been, man? It's been a minute. Ah, yeah, bro. Uh, you know, just trying this little podcasting thing out. You know, something new. Open up some new lanes. I see you. I see you've been doing the Bill with Live. And I think that yeah. kind of like motivated me a little bit. I, I've been trying to do this for a while, but I said, I think the time's now. Dude, 100% it is, bro. Especially with everything going on, everybody has more time on their hands because there's still so much limitation and like restriction where like this is your opportunity to like really get out there and build and do your network. That's another reason why I wanted to start that podcast, you know? My schedule's been messed up, so I got to switch days around. So I missed the past two weeks, to be honest, but. It's just, you know, it's life, but at the same time, I'm just redeveloping because I'm, I'm doing, I'm ready to 
build it to another level. It's just I need to put my pieces together correctly. 100%, man. Yeah, I mean, what, what's been up with you? I know... You know, you were supposed to do that tour this year, and every artist across America is really hurting now. Oh, bro, the world. I was looking forward to that so bad, bro. I wanted to come up, hit a couple shows, like old times. I was, oh, hell yeah, bro. It, it hurt, you know, because it was going to be a good time. It was just a bunch of good cities, you know. It was in all in Canada and Ontario. Um, You know, uh, shout out also to, like, Cine X. Shout out to uh, Surreal. Shout out... You know, to Goslin, like a bunch of people. Uh, my man, my man Chris, like they all look out for me. Uh, Maloney from Breaking Records, like you know, they did a lot for me to help me get a, a lot of these shows together and stuff. And you know, it was uh, my boy Tactics. He looks out for me all the time too. Like they, you know, it's like a team out there. You know what I'm saying? That's why it was able to happen to get put together. But because of the virus, we just gotta wait and make it even bigger now. I hear you that. Know, so, in the meantime, bro, like I want to utilize this information. You know, like I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and just wait. I want to capitalize on it. So now, this is where my creative process is coming. I've been creating more than I've ever created before. Now that I can set up at the house, bro, it's scary. Yeah, yo, that's what it's all about. I mean, that that's kind of good because you've been touring for a while and you need a break just to get back to the basics, the building process. You know. And uh, you just dropped a new single, Snap, streaming yeah, everywhere. That joint yeah, was fine. I refer to it like Spaz, bro, because like Snap and Spaz Out refer to me in like the same thing. So I was like, you snapped. I think you spazzed out on that joint. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that, man. You, know, you come in pretty hard off the jump, and it, it, I think it just the emotion hits you right from home if you're like a struggling artist, especially artists during this time period, like we said, as crazy as the world is. Like, just the fact waking up, getting out of bed, and, and continuing to pursue your dream, like, you have one chance at it, and, and you're never too old to just get after it. Yeah, it's the truth, bro, you know, and that's what that record was pretty much about, man. I was, uh, I was living in Canada at the time, and you know, it was like the beginning of going through some bullshit, you know, so like, and I know the one thing that could get me out of it is this music. Like, I had a lot of plans, man. You know, I was supposed to do a tour with the Snow Hooms and Reef the Lost Course from Army of the Pharaoh. Yo. We were going to book that together and stuff, and that was going to be huge, but things weren't falling through, you know. Some promoters didn't want to grab onto it, some didn't, you know, and it, it, it's, a, it's a gamble game. It's a lottery ticket, bro, you know. Everybody's going to negotiate, but it's expected, you know. It's just, unfortunately, things weren't agreed upon not between me snow goons or reef we all agreed it was really between the venues and the promoters of course to make it happen, you know? you, usually that's and the case some, yes and some said like there's nothing but love for those guys you know what i'm saying like we all are still mad cool but um it was just the fact that like now we gotta wait a whole nother year to make things happen you know like that was going to be like one of the first tours i i taught myself how to put together but it wasn't getting put together properly because I was still learning and I realized and then what did I do? I took a step back. I, I put a couple of pieces I was missing together. I reevaluated what I was doing. Starting January, December came whole new like spectrum and idea came for the tour. I reached out to a few people and they were interested in making me do like just a solo tour to see how it runs. And I was like, you know what? If it's an opportunity, let's run with it. We started booking cities, and as we started booking cities, all the cities started giving me a call questioning about it, you know? Because, like, out there, it's the same thing like Long Island. Like, every promoter knows each other, so they talk about it. Like, you know, if, like, 
someone that's cool in like London, they're gonna hit up somebody they know in like in, in one of their surrounding cities. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, Catch that buzz. So yeah, so now you're getting that chain effect. We start just booking cities right down the line throughout like major highways because you know every couple of hours you're gonna be hitting a dope city to hit up. Oh yeah. So we just picked it that way, man. We planned the route, we put it together. I built with a lot of cool people out there. You know, I got a bunch of homies out there that are established out there that like, you know, they put their name out on for me just to make sure things happen and yo, we had it, bro. I was I was hyped and this fucking virus just was like, guess what, Stan? Wrecking ball <laughs> I'm taking that shit back right now, and it's like, yo, you know what, man? The way I tell you something, it sucks, but it's a blessing at the same time because my next tour, I'm confident enough to say I'm gonna have so much crazy music for my next tour. That's that, what I'm saying. What? You know what? I'll take it as a blessing in disguise. That's what it is, bro. That's exactly what it is. Just a creative. This is the creative point. I see, like you said, you just got your home set up. Now it's like, I don't got to worry about booking studio time. I don't got to worry about other people's schedule. Like, I'm feeling it. It hits you. Get in the booth and go. I mean, you know me personally. You know, like, we've known, we're day one, bro. Like, you were literally the, you're literally the first artist I ever networked with that I didn't know to build music with first. Yo, it's are, it's I funny. You are the first artist. It's funny because I did want to bring that story up. I was going to bring it up. I was like, yo, I remember you hit me up. I you, want people to know how far yeah. that we go. <laughs> you hit me up on like Facebook. It might have been MySpace at the time. No, it was Facebook. And you were like, or Reverb Nation or something. And I just remember you like, yo, I fuck with your music. You're from Ness Concert. Like, you from, you're from Long Island. Like, yo, we got a link. Because I think that was what my reverb said at the time. And you pulled up on the block. Met up at Little Vinny's. We went to Bella's crib. And I think we did two or three songs that day. This is before Bella, big time, kid. And uh, I still have two of them. Two of the three somewhere. I got I to gotta find them. I'll send them to you. But I remember that day like yesterday, bro. Just sitting in. We just went to work, writing. This is like the first day I just met you. Hop in the whip. Let's go to the studio. Yeah, bro. You know? And, it's and bro, I got to say one thing, bro. You've been one of the most loyal people I've known. You know what I'm saying? Ever since. You know, since that day, you know? And I appreciate you for that. You know what I mean? Like, Good looks, man. You know. Every show you could. Nah, it's real. I keep it real as it is, bro. Like, I love that. Your family. You, you know, too, man. Like, motherfuckers need to know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I like having these interviews. Because I built, like, my Let's Build Live, I, I bring up the same shit. Because, like, this is something now other artists got to understand. Like, That's oh, yo, these dudes know each other. It's not just an interview. These are someone that they seen each other both come up. Of course. Because me, I've seen your growth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even talking just from an artist perspective, too. I've seen you grow up from that reckless, wild motherfucker to, like, <laughs> becoming a grown-ass man. You know what You're I'm saying? Already, you already, know, man. Like, you know, they got an age difference, too. So, like, I could say I've seen you. I've seen your development. I've seen you grow into the person you are. You know, and it's dope. You know, and like that's the whole thing about like this music that, that we're getting side of track, but like nah, I appreciate that. Nah, but that's what day one is about. Like, I know, dude. A lot of times I slept on that couch, hammered. I was thinking the other day when we were just sitting around the dinner table, me, you, Lupo, and everybody, and we had we were having like meetings, bro. Like what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. Like when you first started doing shows and before the Keith Murray show, before like Mob Deep, before Budden, before all that shit, bro. Like just like how are we gonna get there? Nah, that tells you right there. I don't mean to cut you off, but that tells you right there. You mentioned Keith Murray's show, right? Yeah. And for those who don't, and for those who don't know, Keith Murray's show is my first Brooklyn show ever. 
Keith Murray show was my second opening I've ever done. And it was only my third show I've ever done. So that tells you, for him to mention Keith Murray, how far back we go. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, but I mean, even just the Revolution days, Amityville Music Hall, you know, like, bro, I remember, like, it was like every weekend we had a show to go to, and it was like, who's coming? Dude, Keith Murray was before that, though. Keith Murray was before I even stepped into Revolution. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, when you got to start doing shows repetitiously... It was like a real. It was like who's going to church on Sunday? Well, we got a show Friday. Yeah, you know, man, we, you know, we try to hit as many shows as we want. And honestly, I want to start doing that again. You definitely got it, bro. Like While that. you're back home too, just enjoy it. I want to start, but I want to start doing it on a wider spectrum. Like, of course, yeah, let's do something every tri-state area, bro. Start small, like exactly. where your state's opening up, and get to the local municipalities and different counties and townships. You know. That's the goals now, you know, because that's what we were doing in Canada, bro, and out there. It was, it was dope. I was, right before uh, we were going to do this show, I was watching some dudes tonight. They had a Versus 607 Elmira edition, and I was like, it was dope. Like, they were in a real studio. They were just doing, like, a performance battle, going song for song. They had the DJ spinning their one and twos, and I was like, that's a pretty dope idea, just putting your local spot on the map doing that, you know, reach out to artists. Like, let's do a local Versus. Like, forget the dudes who are already up here, like, they're already on a pedestal trying to get back that 15 minutes of fame. Let's elevate the talent we have. Long Island, the spot was doing it. Everybody oh, yeah? Look up the spot. Everybody look up the spot 631 on Instagram. Yo, my man. Is that the food? That's not the food spot, right? No. Yo, what? A, it's go on Instagram. Go What's on that Instagram. food spot that everybody be talking about in Brentwood? Though. Oh, I'm not sure. But no, but what I'm talking about is like... What my boy Kev has, bro, he put, he, like, his platform is to put Long Island. They call him Big Kev? Yeah. Rick did a cypher with him, right? Something? Yeah. Okay. I follow him. Yeah, I follow them. They were doing the, they were doing the 631 verses. Okay. Like, it was dope. Oh, Caesar was part of one. Alpha was part of one. Like, was All right. Dope, man, I, I was rocking with it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't see that. I didn't see the, the verses, but I do follow them because I, I saw when they was doing cyphers, like, before all this bullshit happened. Bro, they they got a lot going on. Like, I salute that dude. That dude's always pushing that brand, and he does it good. Yeah, that's dope, though. But uh, I see you rocking the Time Warp shirt over there, bro. Time Warp shirt. I appreciate that. You already know, man. So, that's it, man. I got some for sale. I just ordered some new ones, too. Um, you got some for sale. Don't be a prick. Get it. Hit them up. Hit I, that DM. I got these. I got these masks too. These these Corona extra. It's a uh, fuck Corona, COVID mask 316, quarantine 2020, and Stone Cold don't drink no Corona, so fuck Corona. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my my friend Kayla actually painted it. I gave her the idea. I said, can you turn this into a painting? I had it digitalized. We threw those joints on some masks, and I don't know. We sold like. 18 of them so far or something 19 <laughs> i was like little side hustle you know who knows and whatever i got left over be good merch for shows bro Hell yeah. yo i just bought these things bro i'm gonna test these out these are some interview decks called pod decks right they're brand new i haven't tried them out yet but i want to see what it's about i had a dude hit me up got a sponsor offer maybe possibly future we'll say okay and uh be my first 
podcast sponsor, so I'm going to try these joints out on the air and just see how they work. <laughs> they got they got all sorts of ones, bro. They got what the heck, but I call it what the hell because this isn't a PG-rated show. They got would you rather, some interview deck. I'm just going to hit you with the, uh, I'm going to hit you with just three of these real quick. Uh, we'll go with this one first. What is your most treasured possession? Uh, uh, what do you mean, like most treasured possession? Like like I would say materialistic because I guess people would wouldn't really be fair. Cause like, my, my, yeah, because I, 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 like I'm not possessive over my family, but my family is the most important. Thing. Yeah, so I'd say materialism being possession, like uh, something that you hold nearest to you. That microphone, right? Damn right, bro. I don't know where I'd be without music. I always tell people, I'm like, would you rather be blind or deaf? I said, I'd probably rather be blind. It would suck not to see, but if I couldn't hear music or make music, the thing that I love, I would just die. Exactly. You know, you could be a, you could be Stevie Wonder and be a musical genius and still be blind. 100%. But um, I don't know if I could do it without my hearing. Nah, uh, I love music, bro. This microphone, this whole setup has been like my whole life. Bro, that's gonna be your zone, bro. You gotta build like a little spaceship. I got my keyboard and my MIDI controllers like behind me. My second set of speakers right there. My speakers here. My microphone here, and then my L-shaped desk. Like I'm in my fucking spaceship. I can fucking hit the pads over here, play the piano. <laughs> fucking, it's just like this is my domain. You can make a beat and podcast at the same time. That's it, bro. Well, I got my podcast mic right here, and then I got my main recording mic here with the Oliver Spitz strains bandana from when he was on tour up here that's dope I, that's that, I use it as a dust protection bro keep the dust off the, the smoke actually since it's strains gotta keep the uh I could use this joint as a face mask out in public but but uh all right I'm gonna hit you with number two bro um what do you consider your greatest achievement could be personal oh. achievement or whatever. Yo, I got the same music. Music, but what? What? I, I would say specifically, like, as in, like, what would you consider like your pinnacle defining moment? That really, that 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 you that you could that you if you could go in a time machine and go back and relive that day over and over, like, the outcome would be the same every time, and you just be happy as hell. Oh man, that's hard. I don't know, because there was so many, I've had so many good moments with music. I've been blessed, bro, with, like, a lot of good moments. And you've been to a lot with me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You've done a lot of shows. I'm man. looking forward to sober shows from now on that I, I don't have to, like, live through my camera phone, though, the videos. Like, yeah. I can live in the moment and be like, yo, that shit was dope. I remember this, 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 instead of being like, yo, look at the video on my phone. Yeah, no, 100%, you know? bro. Like, it's, it, it's crazy. Um... The best moment I could say that blew my mind, yo, it's a tie. I got to say, like, the last time I did a show in Toronto, I didn't expect so many people to come out. You know, like, that was like, holy shit. And, like, I got to say, even one night performing in Sudbury, yo, a lot more, again, more people came out than I expected. It was almost like 80 to 100 people that night. It was crazy. You know, like, I was like, holy shit, you know, and we were headlining. I was headlining. And... Yo, we had a crazy time where, like, 
yo, I've never had interaction like that with the crowd. Like, yo, they knew songs to the hooks and stuff, so, like, they were singing along to it, you know what I'm saying? And just just to have, like, seeing people appreciate the art like that that I created, like, that's been a goal for, like, the past eight years I've been doing this. Like, so to see that, I was like, holy shit. That was, like, a wow moment to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, just the fact that, like, yo, people came out because they enjoyed my music. Bro. And I think I've seen I've seen your growth more on the road than at home because at home you had a lot of support home, but when you when you go out on the road and I see like every time I look at your status or whatever and I see like people I'm like I don't know who the fuck this is you click on their page or whatever and it's like one mutual friend Steve or maybe two other mutual friends through other rappers that I have spread out through the United States you know like Ontario rappers or promoters or whatever but I see you getting an overwhelming amount of support from outside of your hometown and i think that's the most crucial element as an artist but also the hardest thing to do as an artist but you have a natural ability to connect with people on that personal level and i think that makes it easy for you like it kind of comes naturally because you could be an entertainer but you're also like that yo what's up bro you need to ride somewhere like oh yeah well let's hit the show let's drive together take my car whatever the case is and i think that's where artists run into a roadblock is like they're artists like sometimes we're crazy we're locked inside our head but you're you're outgoing you know you can reach out yeah nah like I don't know like I look at it like this bro everyone's coming out to see the shows and I love it but it doesn't change what I do or who I am for what I love you know what I mean like I'm out there doing what I love they're supporting me to come out and enjoy it with me because they enjoy what, the outcome of it the music me I enjoy the creating of it and the performance of it. So while I'm enjoying that, but they're enjoying what I created and performing now, it's like we're both helping each other out, if in a way, if you think about it. Because like, yo, you have a shitty day at work. What do you want? You want good live music and you want to go out and have a good drink, mm -hmm. right? If I can perform and give you that good live music to get you out of your bad day and now you're saying that night was a hell of a night. Damn right. And just for the fact that you came out to that show to see me perform, we just did something for each other. We homies. That's it, bro. You already. And I, I think that's the importance of live music. You, I think that's the importance of live music, too. That's a major thing right there. Because like you said, you don't know what people are going through. I'll, I'll, I'll keep this 100% with you, bro. The numbers I get online and the things I'm doing outside of our home, not just our state, but what I'm doing outside of a country, technically, my online numbers don't match that. It, it don't make sense. I think personally, the support system and people I do have that come out to support, it's no longer just like, I'm the artist, they're the fan, that's it. Nah. Like, I'm the artist, yeah? But when I'm in their city, I'll chill with them before the show. I'm going to go out before the show and see what I, Yo, I'm in a city I've never been in. Why not go out with people from there, enjoy the time, go have a show, and enjoy again? There's nothing crazy. That's it. That. That's life. That's Damn right. Fun, you know? But so, that's, that's it, bro. Okay. That's what you have. That's a gift in itself because, like I said, artists, like, either they, they remain reclusive or especially rappers, we tend to get a big head, dude. Most rappers. I know I get it once in a while. That ego gets in the way and it's almost like I'm here to do what I got to do and that's it. You either don't want to be bothered or you're intimidated to go out and make that connection. Let me give you a perfect example. And this is not going shade at any artist or anything, but this is what I don't understand about ego especially when it comes to fan artists borderline. I understand from a certain level 
why they have that. Like, Drake wouldn't be able to live a life because he'd be bombarded so much if he didn't keep that separation. I get that. But I'm not that level. You feel me? Yeah, I get it. So why am I going to have that head where I know I could still go to a mall and not be bombarded? Drake can't go to any mall in this world without getting bombarded. He has to wait till malls close so he can go shopping and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not that. So why, if my life isn't getting interrupted by people supporting me and I'm living my life but they're supporting at the same time, why am I going to separate myself from someone that's supportive? You're right. That don't make sense. It don't to me that does not make sense. Like who am I? That that that's that's once again, bro. That's you though, because I mean, like these rappers, they they want to dress in like the most trendiest, expensive stuff. They have a million dollar mindset, but a ten dollar attitude. And like I said, I'm not throwing no shade at no one, but I'll give you a perfect example. Can I give you a perfect example? Yeah. And you're and you're gonna laugh when I say it, but I'm gonna say it. All right. Vanilla Ice has one of the biggest songs technically in hip hop. Oh yeah, I know. And everybody laughs when they say Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, one hit wonder. Of course. Ice. But think about this. That one think hit. But here's the thing, though. When that song came out, how many fans did that man have? I know you were young, cause I was young when it came out. I, I, I remember my uncle like used to dress like him, dude, with the flat top. I was like, I remember listening to the song. Looked like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> He was one of the biggest artists at the time, right? Of course. Now we're talking almost 30 years later, okay? The man owns a construction company. No shade. But that man owns a construction company now and doesn't do music anymore. He, he might act. He still makes his money. He's successful. I'm not throwing any shade. My point being is the time and quickness of person can have the biggest record in almost history can still almost stop doing what got them that record because of a fan base. Of course. The fans is what supports everything and keeps you doing your dreams. Always. So, I'm not saying he didn't make the fans happy, but my point being is you could be the top artist at, in the game and then end up with not even doing music anymore. Of course. Yeah, so it, really, it like, ends like that, bro. So, so where's the ego? If you could have something so quick and you could lose it just that fast. It's in the moment. What's with the ego? Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. That's it, bro. It's in the moment. Then it's gone. But my point being is this, though. The the most part, people having egos aren't even living the moment because they're too worried about what people think. That's it. Look at them. You're not even enjoying the moment. It comes full circle. Lose it and it's not there. It's a full circle. Why push yourself away to people that want to enjoy it with you? That's it. I know you're right, but it's just it's dude. And I find it's only in hip hop that happens though, because like you meet a you meet like you might not even listen to like funk music or whatever, but like you see the guy strumming his guitar, the funk artist or the pop artist, and any other artist, reggae artists and 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 singers, and most most of the time they're like want they'll hang out with you, drink a beer with you, or do something. They'll even like play a guitar for you, give you like a little private session. Who am I to have an ego when I'm when I'm able to go to a meet and greet or something like that, and I'm able to meet an artist as big as someone like a Rock Kim or something like that, and they're taking the time to meet their fans, regardless if they get paid for it or not. That's a lot of people they're standing in front of to take pictures with and stuff like. That's crazy. That's dreams for some people, but it gets overwhelming a lot too when you get to a certain level. Of course, yeah. You know. But if they could do stuff like that, and they don't have egos. Like I've been complimented by artists we've looked up to. 
You know what I mean? But the thing is, if they don't even have the egos enough to compliment us on something, and we're talking about people who, one, changed the game, two, had number one records, three, changed, not just when I mean changed the game as, like, people's style, but also the game of rap. Like, when you have people like that that are still complimenting and saluting artists and giving love, but they hit that much of a higher stature, who are we to have an ego? It's, it's the game, man. I, I agree 100%, but look how much hip-hop has changed. Like, since they came in and exploited the industry, they're living this whole new lifestyle, bro. It's like, that that that's what you need to do. You got to be self-centered. You got to be arrogant. You got to be cocky. You got to be this. You got to be the bad guy to be liked and be the good guy. The industry is what I'm saying. Mainstream, I'm talking here. It's 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 what the people feed off of, bro. It's what the ignorant people feed off of. It's not really what the people feed off of. I disagree with that. Cause let me ask you a question. Says who do we have to be like that? When you're saying people are being changed to be a certain persona to be liked by a mass of people, if that's a label that's doing that, guess what? Fuck that label. Label. Cause guess what? We're 2020. Of course. Right. Our internet is doing everything the label's doing for us. Indie. Don't get me wrong, I'm not shitting on labels. If there's labels that gave a certain deal out, I would never say I'd turn my back to a label or whatever. But at the same time, if a label is interested is interested enough to want to sign me, and I got to that point being the person I am, cool with my fans, who are they to change me? Because I'm, I'm building the fans with just being who I am. Yeah, you're right. They already took notice of your character, so that's what they want. Exactly. So you're gonna change. You want me to change something that already got me to catch your attention? You're right. That makes no sense. That's what I would say. Yeah. Or sometimes they just want you to go a certain direction after they already got you. But I I agree 100. percent You can do it independent now. We are in that age of internet age. Look at Tech Nine. Which brings back to fans, bro. Because I always think like. Jerry, with the first 300, I think that was a brilliant strategy plan because you really need 100 diehard fans, bro. People that are going to buy every t-shirt, every CD, every sticker, every button, every pin, every cub, shot glass, koozie that you ever pass out. 100 loyal fans that will die hard for you. Everything else is a bonus, but if you have those 100 riders, you're not going to be able to pay a mortgage maybe or, or do whatever, but it's going to not only give you inspiration to continue to live your dream, knowing you're changing that 100 people's life all the time, every day, that they're supporting you that hard, but the fact that they're also allowing you to have a side hustle with something that you enjoy doing. It's, 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 a, it's like a wash, one hand washes the other situation, and I think that's what you need. You just need to build your diehards. It's just, it, this, this is the pretty much basic thing. You want to be an entertainer? You can't entertain without fans. Yeah, all the time. Bottom line. That's it. Have the egos you want. Have the egos you want. Do what you want. It doesn't bother me how other artists act, you know? But at the end of the day, who's the ones coming to see them? You're right. If, if you're going to shit where you eat, that's on them. I don't shit where I eat. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because especially if it's a city that you're that you used to tour and you're a frequent, like you want to have your people that come back and see you too. Not just like, all right, I'm here for a night. The hell with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to do a half-ass show. That's like me and North Bay and Sudbury. Like, those two cities in, in Canada, like, I've been there and performed so many times now. And, like, even Toronto now, like, it's to the point where, yeah, like, I'm getting my... My core support, bro. And, and you know what, though? The crazy thing about it is these guys aren't just even, like, I just say they're supporters and fans. I say, no, they're my friends. 
like when I'm in this city and I have two days before the show and I'm chilling there, guess who I'm hanging out with? I'm hanging out with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's how we do it. it it's, 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 it's a different family, bro. It's, it's like a different family, you know? It's an extension. I, I'm comfortable enough to say when I'm in Canada, if I'm in Ontario and I'm in a jam, I am not stranded. That's most important. Like, yo, I'm sleeping on the street tonight. Like, nah, bro, you got a couch at my crib. It wouldn't happen, bro. You know? There's so many great people out there. That's what I'm saying. That's dope. You know what I mean? But, like, but you learn that because a lot of artists get stranded. Why? Because they don't have that connection. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't know what to do. Yeah, it it comes back to you got to chase more than the money, bro. If you're chasing the dream, you're chasing the entirety of it. I think a lot of people focus too much on the money because money runs the world. They think. If you want to chase money, play lotto. Yeah. You're still throwing away money to make money. Invest in the stock market. Yeah. If if you just want the money, if if you're not there because you love the fact you're changing someone's life or whatever like that, ain't for you. Go go do something else. Yep. You're right. Hundred percent. That's a fact. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up, bro. I want to pull up the song. I want to hear the song. I want to hear the snap. We gonna we gonna put this joint on the air. We've been talking about the music, and I love it. But I was like, I want to I want to drop this music right quick. Hold on, I gotta find this. Yeah, man. I wrote this in Canada. It's produced by Seven Packs from North Bay, Ontario. Oh, I remember he sent me like this huge beat pack. I heard this beat. And, I think like, you I linked me with him on Facebook a while back too. I might have to oh, holler at him. Yo, his beats are fire, bro. And this, this shit was when when you said acoustic when we were talking acoustic tracks like the other day. I was like, hold up, I had to go back and hear it, and I was like, yeah, it's acoustic, but it's got an acoustic in there, but it's definitely a hip hop beat, you know. Oh yeah, nah, he's a beast, bro. The way he puts his shit together, he's a beast. But I, I heard it when you said it, but I didn't think it at first because when I was talking acoustic, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like a slow acoustic, you know, like some XXX Tentacion type joint. But yo, ladies and gentlemen, this is Status with Snap. After this advertisement, not advertising you, you ain't paying. <laughs> nah, but uh, all right, kid, here we are. You ever feel like you don't know where you're going? Like you blindfolded in an obstacle? Fuck it, I'm breaking out. Sick and tired of waking up in the morning. Feel it in my chest that the stress keeps causing Making me put a beat on, let my heart start pouring I need to get my shit together, I don't know where I'm going If I put the mic down and I stop flowing It'll eat me alive, can't live not knowing Walking in the game, no direction, blindfolded Only weapon I use now is this mic I'm holding With hard times unfolding, what the fuck do I do? Been minding my business, I've been showing you proof Being everything I spit about, my word is true I'm just trying to make a living and I paid my dues With no option to lose, I'm about to snap Every excuse they use, though the talk is trash Either you with me or you can kiss my ass I ain't looking back, y'all Catch me my lane, heaters in my rear view I can see him slowly fade away I got no option to lose, I gotta continue to move I can feel I'm about to break No matter what I do, how many times I prove None of you's even look my way Put yourself in my shoes, I ain't looking for truths My mind state don't make it safe Cause I'm about to snap now, there's no holding back now This is what you asked for, now you gon' get it Y'all let the beast out, I'm about to feast now I got goals, damn right, I'ma get it So when I lash out, you ain't gotta ask now You just know, look at your reflection I'm the bad guy, I won't even ask why Only way to stop me is if I let go 
I work too hard to be put on a cliff I can't fall off, man, it ain't happening I put too much in not to get anything back Cause if I be real, then I'ma fall off track Then I fail, great, now look where I'm at Just another white boy from my city that rap Went from rapping in the Zoom to traveling the map With these jealous motherfuckers trying to hold me back I spring forward, then attack I'm not holding back, nah, I never fuck that I take shots on the mic, I make the brains go splat The click with the pen's more dangerous than this gap Power is the press of the finger It's like pulling the trigger, who going no filter So tell me what could really get Villa, serving you a doper product than your local drug dealer Catch me in my lane, haters in my rear view I can see them slowly fade away Got no option to lose, I gotta continue to move I can feel I'm about to break Cause no matter what I do, how many times I prove None of you's even look my way Put yourself in my shoes, I ain't looking for truth My mind state that you make safe Cause I'm about to snap now, there's no holding back now This is what you asked for, now you gon' get it You all let the beast out, I'm about to feast now I got goals, damn right, I'ma get it So when I let you out, show, we gotta ask like now these artists are drunk, they talking a lot I'ma hit them with the bars and we gon' double the shots I'm mean with the lead, alcohol anonymous and I Have them stumbling, wondering all the reasons they fly I'm everything they not, this everything I got The cloud chase, I really think they think of my spot I'm ready, locked on, you can see the red dot Take a shot to the head and pull a dead shot huh. Clapping like a round of applause, I settled the score Cause I ain't keeping my mouth shut or take abuse no more Aiming, holding like a double four four Action scenes right to your door Give me that, I'm taking with yours Your money, your recognition, and only your whores You're losing it all, even paid views and more Only forgiveness you got is with you and the Lord Catch me in my lane, haters in my rear view I can see them slowly fade away I got no option to lose, I gotta continue to move I can feel I'm about to break Cause no matter what I do, how many times I prove None of you's even look my way I'm about to snap now, there's no holding back now This is what you asked for, now you gon' get it You all let the beast out, I'm about to feast now I got goals, damn right, I'ma get it So when I lash out, you ain't gotta ask now You just know, look at your reflection I'm the bad guy, I won't even ask why Only way to stop me is if I let it Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up I'ma try that one more time with my little applaud audible here, you know? Let's hit that one more time but yo, throw the little applause in there. That joint is cracked, bro. That joint is fire. That was a fun time. I had fun with that record, bro. I can't even lie. Like it, that honestly, I probably that's one. That record probably came smoothest to me. Like putting together out of most of my records. Like I don't know. I heard that beat. It just flew. To me. Like it just spoke to I you. Can't explain. Yeah, bro. Like that. It, that beat was just so natural to me. Like the concept came immediately. It just all right. This is what it is. And then I held the record for so long, and I just let it go. I was memorizing it. I was just letting it rock. There was a time I wasn't recording for a while, so I was doing all this writing and just letting records sit. So when I do it, the studio is just like no time wasted. It's just I'm in there and I'm just putting records out. So like in like a month, I want to say I put like maybe like thirteen or fifteen records recorded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like I was going doing like four to eight hour sessions here and there, and literally just putting away records. You know, next so project. We, we got another project out. around the corner. We sleeping on or what? So, nah, um, I'm actually gonna be dropping singles. singles yeah, that's yeah, the way to go. I think I think that's that's dope for this time is singles, bro. Yeah, and keep right them hungry. Now, I just want to keep them wanting more because like I got the idea of the project. So what I might do is. I might just feed everyone singles, and in the meantime, I'm gonna 
slowly put together my I want to I, I might put together my like slowly like dream project kind of you know what I'm saying so stepping like, stones kid till you get to the bridge there's no there's gonna be no time limit on this one like I, I just wanna I'm gonna make it my baby that's in the it meantime, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in the meantime I got a lot of singles I'm ready to release more than 15 because I'm still recording Yo, with this thing. I recommend, dude. I got a, I got a vision board over here. It says "Got Dreams" on top. Like it's, it's already there. I got dreams. I make a checklist on that joint, and I circle the ones that like are almost done. So I know, like, I gotta finish those ones up. Check them off once they're done. Erase them off the board. Boom. Next, next set. Yeah. And it, it's like a visual thing. You wake up, you look at it. You're like, okay, think it, ink it, make shit happen. I gotta finish that. Check it off, cause you're like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Check this shit off. Yeah, nah, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, I got a lot of I got bulletin board. I got a lot of goals, you know. I like, and I like, I like the the hook on that though, because it's like you 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 spazzed on the lyrics, but then the hook is like catchy too, like you know, like about to fade away, fade away. Catch me in my review, <laughs> like like you were singing almost. It was like a singing type hip hop, but like you're not a singer, but it, it has that like melodic like oh oh shit okay you know like i could picture cruising down the highway like in a nice ass whip like paranoid as shit like looking in my rear view like people want to take you out once you finally make it or they want to be there with their handout type shit like yo i've been here the whole time motherfucker like what where were you bitch <laughs> you know like yeah, no, that's dope bro like i'm glad you see that like i don't know i just I just want people to get, I want people to take my writing and like put it in perspective for them. It's, it's storytelling music, bro. It's storytelling music. That's how I put it. Like if it tells a story or some shit, it's all about perception. But if it tells a story, yeah. storytelling music's yeah. the greatest music out, bro. Like, cause it's lyrical, but it also, it's like, it's like a fucking book when you're reading it. You're like, okay, I can visualize. I can visualize without a music video. With these next few records, like, and it's crazy cause you're going to laugh, bro, like, I got records where, like, when I mean I'm experimenting, you will you, I, I'm just gonna start sending you random things, and then one day it's one of them is gonna be me, and you probably won't even think it's me, and you're just gonna keep listening and send it to the next person. Like, you're gonna be like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I'm doing things you wouldn't expect right now. That's great, bro. That's great. We, we, uh, we're gonna cook. I, I have beats that I did have to send you that I was talking to you about the other day. I have three that I'm looking at right now from DJ 900 that I might want to work on. So I'll send those to you and we'll definitely get something cooking on those because now you got the home shit. I got the home shit. We're going to make shit happen. Yeah, no, bro, I've been having fun. Yeah, that's what it's about. I, I got to get back to that, bro, having fun. I just did a record with the, for this uh, for one of my homies. He's a producer and stuff and um. Hits me up, sends me this beat. He's like, I need a record like this. But, like, I was like, so what did you, like, vision when you made the beat and stuff, you know? Because, like, mm -hmm. maybe I'll give you the idea. So he did. And he told me it was this record called Nightmare. Yeah. So I was like, guys, the way he sent it, it, yo, it was dope. The drums were ill. He had, like, this cool strings melodic to it and stuff. But it was kind of creepy. So I was like, I, right, you know? So I went with the theme with it and stuff. And, yo, it's so out of my element, but it came out dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, good. Something you wouldn't expect from me, like, but it still it came out dope. And I you got to step out that, that zone sometimes. But his production did that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's cool, man. We're going to be releasing it probably towards, like, the end of the year and stuff like that. And it's good just, shit. Like, one of, it's one of the records for his project coming up, like. He's a producer that just hits up artists he want to work with, and then like he puts his project together. Like I gotta be, I want you on. Like hell yeah, bro! Collaboration is the name of the game, man. Yeah, man. You know, and now I'm working on another one from with uh, a homie from Montana, and 
it's like a dubstep kind of record. So like, I'm like, ah, you're challenging me. Ah, see y'all. Do Do you ever like? I, I I find myself doing it a lot. Do you ever um like they send you a beat like you said nightmare and then like the song you you just call it nightmare. Or you make yeah. it about a nightmare. Like I get producers, I see beats, and it's like, it's like popping bottles. I'll make the song called "Popping Bottles," even though that ain't even my fucking scene. No, you know what? It's that just happened to be because like the way the way he came to me, told me about his project, how the project had certain things. So I wanted to stick to the theme and like the energy of what the project was delivering. You yeah, know, yeah. I wanted one thing, and it might be totally out. And you know, I wanted it to make sense. Yeah, yeah. But um. A lot of times when I write records, I, I don't even, nine out of ten times, I don't look at the name of the project until, unless it catches my ear. So I know I might want to go back to it. And the reason why I do that is is because I don't want to go by no one's name or nothing. All I want, all I care about is the sound. Yeah. Like, I want what one thing. Like, certain records, I'll hear the beat and immediately the hook is almost done in 30 seconds in my brain when now I'm putting the words together because the melody's already there. I already got it and mm -hmm. I got what I know I want to go through. But it could be day and night compared to what the person's title What they was. were thinking, yeah. You know, I don't want that to distract me on that. I, I feel you. Know, well, I, I just I just ask him because, like, I, I tend to do that. Like, yeah, no, they're I like they they I, need I they need, like it'll be like smoke clouds and I'll just make the song like smoke clouds and <laughs> like I, I just go I'm like I try to step into their brain with it without asking them you ask them I don't ask them I'm just like he named this beat this I'm gonna just do this shit I'm gonna just call it this no but you gotta realize it's different because they reached out to me to be on the beat. yeah so you're right I want to deliver what they want uh -huh. I'm going to the producer to get the beats for me. I'm picking the beats now, so now I don't care. Like, I'll, at the end of the day, after they make the beat, I don't care what their mentality for the beat. You're going with your lane. Unless, unless we're building it together. But since we're not building it together, and it's just me purchasing a beat from them, so yeah, you're, you're gonna go with your message, of course. I'm getting the beat that catches me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit, you know what I mean? And that's what I've been doing. I've been working with this new producer, uh, Samson from, um, I think he's either Saskatchewan or Alberta, yo, he's a beast. Yeah. Those, those Canadians love their hip-hop, bro. Bro, another dude, Surreal. Bro, wait till you hear the records me and Surreal got coming with, bro. Like, insane. And he's a, he's just... Another level. He's just a nuclear bomb. He's just a nuclear bomb. He's a weapon of mass. Waiting to explode. He, he's a monster in production. I'm right. He's a monster in engineering. He's a monster in hooks. He could rap. He battled. He does videos. Like Jack of all like, trades, kid. Bro, he's just your one-stop shop for hip hop. He's a one-man army. Bro. That's it. Like, yo, I need a hook. Yo, I need a verse. Yo, I need a beat. Yo, mix this joint. Master this shit. <laughs> and he does it like this. That's dope. He's like so natural at it. It's crazy. And me and him, we got some records, bro. So far, we got about. I gotta say, we're gonna have like, but. I'll say probably by within the next by the end of the summer, we should have about like five or six in the cut ready to just drop. All right, we gonna you know, be on the lookout. You already know, kid. Yeah, you know we've been. I, I've been playing with a lot of different producers, man. Like I want. I'm really been experimenting my sounds lately. It's been fun, bro. And, and, and I I think that's good though because you're you're by yourself now and like. I, I like to be in an environment where it's a studio definitely feeding off other people's creative energy, but sometimes you do need to lock yourself in four walls in your room and just go into your zone, you know, without the other energy around and just be like, yo, this is some shit I would never think of doing. 
and now I'm doing it. And no one here telling me, nah, you shouldn't. And even if they were telling me that, fuck it, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's the truth. Like, you've worked with me before, bro. Like, I'm somewhere where, like, I don't mind working in a group, but sometimes, like, my best of verses is when I'm in my room, locked door, no one bothering, like, and I just zone. I forget. I, I don't know what time it is. I don't know where I am. Mm -hmm. I, and I just get straight into it. And those, that's when my best verses come out. You're right, hundred so percent. Like now that I got this room, bro, I, I just close the door. I, sometimes I shut the lights. I work in dark. I work in the dark. I've been liking that. Yo, I just bought these uh these new lights, bro, which my boy showed me. Govi. I'm gonna line them up around the studio too. They're Bluetooth. They got an app. You change the color, and they go with the bass to your fucking music. That's cool. So like, if you're in the studio bumping, like it, it pulsates yeah, with the music. You can change it to whatever color. So I suggest you pick these up. I'm trying to gonna try to set them up tonight. I was gonna try to set them up today before we had this, but I didn't get a chance. I had to do a lot of cleaning. I'm putting up shelves and stuff, but yeah, yeah, bro. We 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 gotta work on a project though, cause I I've been saying I got some stuff heating for you a minute, and and it's been uh. A lot of talk, but no more bottle over here, kids. So we we really working no, now. No reason. There shouldn't be any more excuses because we got the mics. We got That's the it, bro. You know? We going in. We going in. I'm gonna send you some shit tonight. I do have. Well, well, hit them with your plugs right quick. Uh, well, any anything you want to reach me on? It's status six three one, all in one word. S T A T U S six three one. The numbers, one word. Holla at me. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that shit. Everything. It don't matter. All right. I got this one question I'm going to hit you with. We're going to close off the show. And we're going to still talk after the show, though. There's stuff I want to talk about off off the record, you know. But uh, if you could send a message to the entire world, what would you say in 30 seconds? I, I think I think you've done a lot of this already, like this whole podcast. Like I was informed. Yeah, like show show love, uh, love each other. Yeah. Fuck everything. Else. Just love each other. That's it. That's it. Just show love. Love make the world go round. Love make the world go round. We all one. That's we it, all man. One. Love each other. You know, like I said, I got love for everybody. One hundred. That's it. I think the world be a better place, man. Everybody got to wake up because everybody's saying they woke, but they still daydreaming out here. Announcing you're woke in public ain't claiming you're more woke than anybody. You got to action, speak louder than words. That's it. 100%. You got to show the love. Don't just talk the love. Don't be on the internet talking the love behind a keyboard and then telling somebody, fuck you, you're never going to make it. Your dreams ain't never going to happen because you ain't a badass. Love, support. <laughs> I don't mean love and support even just like for the support or whatever. I mean just love each other. I'm just support. talking about in general, but love and support, it's two things. Not even just with the music. Whatever it is that you're doing in this lifetime, you got a job that you hate, love and support someone going through it. If it's something you love, still love and support them going through it. If they're following their dreams or they're not, love and support them with whatever it is. Just life. It's just spread love. Already. Alright, status 631, salute, good catching up with you, man. We're going to end the show, but we're going to talk about what we're going to work on after this. Alright, I got you, bro. Alright, kid. One. And there we have it, folks. That's the homie, status 631, Long Island representative, stand up, salute. I'm glad y'all tuned in today. If y'all made it this far, I appreciate you so much. You don't even know. Be sure to follow us. 
everywhere at our time is now. And um, we're going to keep coming to you. We're going to keep coming to you. I got a couple special things that are in the works right now. Uh, I'm working on booking a couple more guests. We're finally going to start doing wrestling episodes here soon. So if you're a fan of WWE, AEW, TNA, or just the underground indie circuit, whatever it may be, whatever town, city, state you from, be on the lookout. Be ready for that. We're going to get into that real soon. But we're going to end it here, folks. We're going to call it a wrap. Stay tuned for episode three of Our Time Is Now. Give you the Razor Ramon fingers to end the show. Salute.